Hey church, it's Jonathan Brocious. Thanks for joining me today. Let's pray together. My oldest daughter was born 13 years ago. My youngest is about to turn four. There are five kids total in my family, spaced fairly evenly across that nine-year span. When you look analytically at this data, you'll come to the realization that I've been watching Cocomelon continuously for 13 years. Okay, I lied. It's not been Cocomelon that entire time. Somewhere in the dark holes of the internet, they keep taking the same concepts and repackaging them. With my oldest, it was uh, Baby Einstein. We watched that all the time. I've seen every iteration of the same kids' shows since then with Curious George, Paw Patrol, Peg Plus Cat, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, Blue's Clues, Peppa Pig, Bubble Guppies, PJ Masks. Which, why would you even name a show PJ Masks? I don't even know what's going on with that. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. And finally, the cream of the crop, Blippi. For some reason, the creators of these shows need to make the average episode to be about 15 minutes long. When you're at your wit's end as a parent, though, you need more than 15 minutes of peace. You need at least 30 minutes, usually about an hour. So you let the child watch two to three episodes of the show in one shot. That means that you will hear the theme song at least four to six times. And the theme song is the worst part of the whole experience of kids' television. It's usually super high energy, which just grates on your already fried nerves. And it's sung with children's voices. Children's voices are why you turned the TV on in the first place so you don't have to hear them. My poor youngest son, he's probably missing an essential part of his childhood, whatever that means. But whenever I'm in charge of him and it's time to watch TV, I just cannot do it anymore. I can't take another episode of Paw Patrol. I can't do another video of Blippi. We have to watch something else. I will watch anything else. I would rather be locked in a padded room than watch another kid's show. I just, I just cannot do it. Unfortunately, at times, I've had the same approach to some stories in scripture. We're quickly approaching the best time of the year, and it's Easter. Easter is when we celebrate the resurrection of Christ. Easter is on April 9th this year, less than one month away. But when you've grown up in church like I have, you've seen it all multiple times. Churches put on passion plays. The climax of the story is always the crucifixion scene, trying to move you emotionally. There's tons of movies talking about the resurrection of Jesus. I remember being a kid and going to see the passion of the Christ. And we all read the resurrection stories in our Bibles over and over again in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And if I'm being completely honest, at times, it felt like a worn out story. I know that probably makes me sound like a horrible person. It was a story I'd heard multiple times per year for dozens of years. The triumphal entry, the Last Supper, Good Friday, Easter, over and over and over again. So the question is, why did the story lose its power? Why did it wear out? And I think the answer is because I didn't really need God. I grew up in church. I went to Bible college. I worked in ministry. I had my little family and my life, and it was okay. I sat comfortably in that boat. I could continue to move forward in my own power. I didn't need the kind of power that could raise the dead to come into play in my life. I knew how to do it myself. Guys, this is no longer the case for me. 
Through the last three years, two things have pushed me way, way out of my boat. The first was pastoring a church during a pandemic. That shook a lot of things that I thought I had figured out. The second was my journey in the foster care system. This situation, even more than the pandemic, has pushed me to the end of my power. (laughs) That's understating it quite a bit. I am no longer even in the boat. Instead, I feel like I'm in the middle of the storm oftentimes. Sometimes I'm walking on water and sometimes I'm drowning, but I'm definitely not in the boat. So over the next few weeks, we're going to take a look at the last half of the book of John, where he talks about the last week of Jesus' life. I'm not going to try to make this a super emotional experience like a a passion play at a church or something. Instead, I want us to read the passages together and I want us to reflect as we come into Easter season. I want us to ask hard questions of ourselves. I want us to see how the resurrection and how Jesus play into our lives today. A couple things will be different about this podcast and about this blog as we go through it. First, I will list much longer passages of scripture for us to read together. I'll read it out loud on the podcast. Listen to the words or read the words and just let them sink in. Don't try to anticipate what's next. Or, oh, I've heard this story before. Or, oh, this is the part where Jesus does this. Don't do that. Instead, don't don't even try to figure out the main point. Instead, just sit and listen or read and just absorb the words as they come. Second, I encourage you to take up a prayer practice of some kind for the next four weeks. Try fasting, practicing silence, praying three times a day, or something else that seems interesting to you. A way of praying that you haven't tried yet. Use the practice to prepare your soul for the words that Jesus wanted us to hear as he headed for the cross. I'm excited to take this journey with you. A couple things for you to think about as we close out today. Do the stories of scripture ever get old for you? And why do you think that is? And then lastly, would you say that you're in a place where you need, absolutely need God's power in your life? Are you in the boat or are you out of the boat like Peter did? What would happen if God didn't show up for you right now? Thanks for joining me. We'll see you later. Real quick at the end of this podcast, (laughs) I had someone ask if I could do a shout out. So I am absolutely going to do a shout out. Ben Busher, you're amazing. Hang in there, man, and have a great day.